Okay, thank you guys so much for listening to part one of the lessons episode. I am going to have a part two starting right now. Thank you so much for coming back. I'm Amber, the Get Happy Lady, and here we go. So yesterday's episode, I left off by telling you guys I spent Christmas Day in the Slammer. And I'm going to tell you, it was surreal. I, I know that I also told you guys the lesson for me was really patience and really learning that it's not okay to be ridiculous and it's not okay to act like a lunatic just because you're um, feeling like someone has wronged you or something. You have to be in control of yourself. You may not be able to control anyone else in this world, but the one thing that's for daggone sure, you can control yourself. And so that is the lesson, a lesson in self-control a les- and a lesson in patience. Okay, so I am in the slammer. I was in the slammer on Christmas Day jail is wild okay jail is wild I'm gonna tell you when you first get fingerprinted and I guess you can just call it being indoctrinated into the jail system or whatever I was a newbie I've I've never been in trouble with the law I did not know what to expect but I got a wake-up call very quickly the people in the the jail were kind of rude like the kind of feel that you get at the DMV like everyone who works at the DMV kind of hates their job and they're kind of just like rude I don't know if I'm the only one who notices that. But anywho, um, so it was kind of like that. Everyone was like kind of in a bad mood. And I guess maybe because they had to work on Christmas. I don't know. Either way, I get fingerprinted. The lady takes my mugshot. The police officer who took my mugshot actually says to me, she's like, is that a weave or is that your real hair? And I was like, it's a weave. And I was like, why? Because I wanted to know, like, I hate when people ask me questions and they're not going to do anything with the information. But she was asking a valid question because had it been uh, my real hair, she would not have asked me to remove it. So she's like, um, you have to take that off. I was like, this is sewed into my scalp. Like, I can't remove a sewing. She's like, oh, 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 I thought it was a wig. So guys, if you're wearing a wig when you get arrested, they make you remove that joint. Like, you have to take your wig off for a mugshot. So I'm just letting all my crazies out there know, like, if you are one of those people that tiptoe on the edge of, like, wild and crazy where you might get arrested, first of all, if you get a mugshot, they won't make you remove your hairpiece. So, like... I'm just letting you know. Always make sure those braids are cute underneath your sewing or your wig or whatever you're doing because they will remove that. So anyway, they took my picture and um, I was in a holding cell because it was Christmas and I had like seven or eight felony charges. Like they were like obstruction of a law officer, obstruction of the law, child endangerment, eluding and fleeing because I didn't get out the car when she asked me to. Uh, what else? Um, reckless driving. Like, it was like a crap load of charges against me. Now, luckily, they all did get dismissed. Um, I had a great lawyer. Her name, her name is Ingrid Skidmore. If you're out there, Ingrid, thank you so much. But we did have to pay her a crap load of money. But anywho, um, so yeah, I'm in jail in the holding cell. It's Christmas. There's no way I'm going to see a judge. And even if I see a judge, because I have felony charges, there's no way I'm going to um, get bond. And bond, for those of you who don't know, is like really a special thing. Because if you don't have $30,000 sitting in your bank account, a bonds a bonds person can bail you out for a certain amount, like 10% of what the actual bail is. So, okay. So, anywho, 
Ah, uh, let's see. The funny part of this is when they actually do give you the phone call. Like, that's not a joke. You do get to call someone when you go to jail. I called my best friend and she actually hung up the phone on me. This is this goes to show you I've been a goody two shoes all my life. So if I call someone at one o'clock in the morning and say, hey, I'm in jail. They're going to say, Amber, stop playing. Like, where's the candid camera? Like, stop joking around with me. So my best friend who I called, she actually was like, Amber, stop playing and hung the phone up on me. Like, she legit did not believe me. And then I called her again and told her, like, I wasn't playing. And I think my mom actually called her, too, to, like, let her know we were really serious. So, um, so that happened. Long story short, there was no way I was getting out. I called my, I ended up calling my lawyer friend and, oh, and another thing, let me tell you something. You know who your real friends are when it comes down to you needing money because the people who really love me and care about me, I'm telling you, like, it wasn't like pulling teeth when I needed financial help. They were like, okay, let me do what I got to do to help my friend. I called my lawyer friend who is like, very well off and he was he said to me well I need seven thousand dollars as my retainer Amber I will never forget this to this day I'm not gonna name his name but if I saw him in the streets oh yes I will definitely bring this up to him and tell him like you know what you really blew my mind that day and not to to add insult to injury do you know when I finally got out of jail he was the first person who called me as if he did something wild so anywho um so yeah, I call my best friend. She hung up on me. I'm really booked. I, I go from the holding cell to actual general population. When I tell you general population is wild. It was all these women in there. Oh, I left that apart. When you have to like surrender your clothing and get like the jail clothing. It is so I, I don't even know the right word for it. It's I don't know. It's a weird feeling. It's not like, oh, I'm in Catholic school. Here's my uniform. It's more like, I don't know. I just, it just felt weird. I can't even, I wish I could describe it for you guys, but it's, it's not dehumanizing, but it makes you feel less than when you have to put on that orange jumpsuit. I don't know why, but it just, I don't know. I guess society has really played a part in my psyche because that orange jumpsuit like really weirded me out so anywho um so yeah they gave me clothes um and uh they gave me like comfortable shoes because I was pregnant and then they told me that I don't I didn't have to tie my pants oh I didn't have to tuck in my shirt because I was pregnant but in jail everyone has to tuck in their shirt and kind of look presentable um at all times unless you're pregnant you can get away with having your shirt tucked in so um that happened I got the orange jumpsuit went to general population it was wild it was a crap load of people um but you know what I'm not gonna say it was a crap load of people when I first got there because I believe that everyone was asleep so when they opened up the cell that I was gonna stay in there was a girl in there and she looked like Cleo from set it off if anybody remembers on Queen Latifah's character that's what she looked like and um But when I tell you she was like the sweetest person in the world and she had a diabetic diet. So she actually ended up blessing me because I refused to eat any of the food in jail. Like the bologna was disgusting. The 
lemonade was disgusting and there was like an ongoing joke like oh the guards pee in the lemonade do not drink the lemonade only drink water either way I had made up my mind like I will starve because I'm not going to eat any of this food I don't see who's preparing it like I don't know what's going on so my cellmate um she was like I guess she was like you're gonna waste away and you're gonna die like you need to eat something so she would actually sacrifice because she had like a special um tray because she was a diabetic so they would like her food was like really good and so she would like sacrifice her food every single day for me now I stayed in jail until court was open again so it's the holidays I don't think court was open until I got out the day after New Year's. So yeah, you guys do the math. So I was in there for a couple of days and it was wild. Like, I don't understand the prison jail system. Like, I don't understand it at all. Like, it is, it's, I mean, I guess it's not supposed to be comfortable because I was in there with some people who did some really crazy things. Like, I made some really wild things. Like, there was a lady in there who, um, she killed our best friend. Like, she stabbed her best friend in the neck. And we were talking and she was as sweet as apple pie until somebody told me what she did, right? And this goes to show you, like, you cannot judge a book by its cover because this lady looked like a sweet little grandma. Like, I don't think she would ever, I wouldn't think she would, like, stab her best friend in the neck. But she did. Like, she was really, she was getting ready to be shipped to prison. Like, she was going to do some real time. So I met a lot of different people, um... But overall, I just it was just a very humbling experience. It really was. And I had some time to sit in there and think about my choices. And then I also had time to sit and have conversations with all of these different women from all walks of life. And I realized that we're all just one decision away from ending up in jail. Like literally, it could happen to anyone. Like you literally can make a poor decision and end up right in the same place I was. And so it's very important that you are completely aware of who you are and what you're doing and what you say and how you contribute to society every single day. Let this be a lesson. Like I would not wish jail on anyone, but I am not, I would not change anything that has ever happened to me, including going to jail, because it made me better. It made me look at things differently. It it helps me to understand um, people's perspective. Like you could, you can never say what you wouldn't do or what you would do until the actual situation comes about. Like I could always say like, oh, if I went to jail, I would be like this. Let me tell you something. Newsflash people, you do not know what you would do if you were faced with jail, especially if you're a person who, uh, doesn't like to be seen naked by other people. That was another wild experience. Like the showers, are really small the water pressure is horrible and then they give you like this little bar of soap and like I'm the kind of person that lives for a shower my showers are like 30 minutes to an hour and I'm singing in the shower I pray in the shower I do like a whole bunch of stuff and it takes me forever like especially if it's a day where I'm gonna like shave my legs are you kidding me I will be in the shower forever at jail no that is not happening like your little bar of soap is gonna last you like one wash maybe two and um the shower times are short and but the thing is like there I don't even think there was a curtain it's just like a little stall and it's in the middle of the pod and everyone can see you it was wild it was so horrible so okay um I'm going to stop here I'm going to do a part three hopefully I don't have to do a part four but I don't like to make these 
uh, podcast really long because I have a short attention span. So I just kind of think everyone does. And I want to make these as enjoyable as possible. So thank you guys so much for listening today. Come back tomorrow for part three and I'll wrap it up because this was probably the most eye-opening experience I've ever had in my life outside of giving birth to a child. So thank you guys. I love you guys for listening. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.